Well, hi guys, it's Dean Hollis again here at Everything Football. Today, I've gone back down to the roots, <laughs> and I'm with Phil, who is a Man United fan. So, no booing, guys. Yeah, he's a Man United fan, and he's he's back in London. He's just moved back down here, and we're just going to have a quick discussion about football in general. So, um, I was actually thinking about it on the way up here about how I remember actually hating football mainly because as a six, six, seven-year-old, I thought, well, everyone loves it, so why should I love it? And then uh, I remember getting a Ryan Giggs soccer skills video. Giggs, that's going back yeah. something, I like that. Christmas, I think Christmas 94 I got that. And I got Ryan Giggs duvet. So I think at first I was I was a Ryan Giggs fan. I wasn't really a Man United fan, I would say. But then, uh, I mean, you say the first game I remember watching was the uh, 94 FA Cup final. 4-0 United against Chelsea. Sorry, Chelsea. Um, yes. yeah, yeah, Pantanar, yeah. two slippy pens. Within like nine minutes, I think Brian McClare and Frank Sinclair slipping, which seems yes, to do quite a lot in the But and then I remember the following FA Cup final was was '95, and it's when uh, Paul Ryder scored the winner for Everton. I think that's the first time I cried over football. Scored it now. So, but yeah. United must have let you down recently. Well, I'll tell you what. Honestly, like the last three years have been, yeah. If anything, I think entirely beneficial. I think I remember reading this article in BBC maybe a year ago about. The sociologist was saying actually that football fans of my kind of age, like mid to late 20s, especially Manchester United fans, this is actually this is, this is a big deal what's happening because all I'd ever known ever was Sir Alex, Ryan Giggs, Scolzi, Beckham's, uh, Neville's, you know, class of 92 yeah. and all that. And then winning, out, winning, winning. And then out of nowhere, this kind of aura of, you know, like when Fergie used to come down to that touchline and touch that watch, like I knew even if we didn't deserve a one all, it would happen. You know, gonna happen. something would happen. He's going to get a one or you might even sneak a win most of the time. Yeah, and I just, it was, it has been a very enlightening experience, I guess. Obviously, I, kind of the goalposts have shifted, like, excuse the pun, guys. Obviously, expectations now, like, you know, we are 1 0 down with 10 minutes to go. I don't sit there thinking it's going to happen anymore. If anything, I think as a United fan, yeah, it's, it's almost one of the best things that could have happened to me. I've had to learn what it's like to be a normal football fan, I guess, in a weird way. Sounds yeah. like, no, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, a lot of clubs getting all there. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? Chelsea, you know, Arsenal fans have been like, what? what just, it, just, ex, just experiencing that kind of feeling of Old Trafford is not a fortress anymore. Losing at home to Swansea opening game of last season, I was in France on my own, coming back from a family holiday. And I was so excited. I was, you know, bright-eyed, pushy tail. There I was. The aura's back. Here we are. 90 minutes later. So I remember coming away from that in this pub on my own in France. Thinking, this is it. It's, it's different now. Uh, you know, obviously City came along with their money in 2008. Chelsea came along with their money. I'm not saying it's all about money. It's um, a lot to do with money nowadays. But, you know, still yeah. you've got to get teams and players to gel. Alex did that well from the Paul Lynch days. Then he brought in Keane. Then, you know, he moved a couple of players yeah, on yeah, the Skulls. Yeah. And then... Cantonars. He, he had a few changes, but his team's been quite poor most of the time. But you think about it, like in this day and age, Fergie didn't win anything for the first four years, right? Would any if, if, if Van Gaal, let's say Van Gaal, had a ten-year plan, if he got to four years without a trophy, there's no way he'd be given. You got to think that's just happened now, isn't it? At Liverpool, how long did Brendan Rodgers? How long was he? Was he four three years? And, three and a half. Three and a half. Maybe, so, yeah, yeah, you yeah. think would Fergie be the same, or would he? Just... I should imagine he probably would have been. I, I, I really do. That's... I think I just think you know. Obviously, we were talking about money a minute ago, and how money has changed everything about football. Of course, the expectations are so high now in terms of what football is as a business and what the fans expect. You know, tickets. Think of some of the Emirates. You know, you're paying anything up to 97 quid I read yesterday for a ticket to the Emirates, right? Which is the most expensive, expensive ticket in the league. You don't want to see your 42 million pound players, your 35 million pound players, not looking like they care, not not hitting the heights. So you know, I know Arsenal are a fantastic football team. 
as, as in neutral they do infuriate me how they can blow us away yeah. in 20 minutes last week but then they, they lose at home to Olympiacos and that's why I don't do accumulators anymore because I think I know so much about football and then every week Nothing comes off. As soon as someone crosses that white line, oh. it all changes. All bets are off. Like, what, what's going on? I know. I know. So who's your favourite player that you've watched off? So, you like in the United team? So, I mean, Giggsy is. Said Giggs, yeah, Giggsy is Giggs, my all time favourite. He's your all time favourite, yeah? I think as a footballer and as a professional, I think he is arguably the pinnacle of, of role models in terms of how he how he evolved his game, how he kept himself in shape, how he had periods where you know United fans were on his back yeah, a lot. At I one remember, point he was going to be salted in the Milan. That's right, 2003, that? and I remember he picked the ball up in Turin against Juventus away, and he just glided across the halfway line, yeah. and there was a right footer goal actually. But no, I think obviously you know I, I have a huge affinity for David Beckham mainly because. I feel the world sometimes forgets how, how good he actually was as a footballer. And in fact, my first ever Man United game was uh, Selhurst Park, August 17th, 1996. That's going to be the halfway line, it though, was. isn't it? That was my yeah. first ever game Wow. as a United Love fan, as a nine-year-old. And so, you know, I obviously followed his career very, very closely. And uh, to me, again, there's no coincidence he ended up doing what he did because of how physically fit and how committed he was to everything he did. Um, and having read Fergie's book saying that he was probably in the top three trainers he ever worked with yeah. across the 20 and I think that's a message to yeah I mean if and when I ever have sons like, yeah. you want them both yeah I just want them to be committed and understand that it's it's in this day and age especially and moving forward you've got to be so damn fit Kings is obviously your favourite player yeah in terms of United obviously they've had lots of players best mm-hmm. Ronaldo's yeah um, who do you think the all time greatest United player uh, I think I think for everything he's done the club since retiring for everything that he stands for for everything he went through for everything he was as an England player as well I think he's got to be Sir Bobby just because you know he's only recently been surpassed by Rooney with two crappy penalties two dodgy penalties but no I just think still goals um, still goals but yeah <laughs> I just think you know what was he a centre midfielder um, 49 goals and you know with, with Munich and you know he's been an ambassador now you know what I mean bless him I mean he, He's an old fella now, and, and yet he seems to be there every week at Old Trafford, lives and breathes it. It would be great to have watched him knowing his oh, heyday, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some of the goals he'd scored, and now he played. Just very kind of hit, hitting that 18-yard box, and just the timing of all his goals. It always seems to be a lot about timing. Um, being with, with them rock hard footballs as well. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. So I think I think as a United fan, I think um, for me, obviously you've got the glamour of your Ronaldo's and your George Best, and you've got the you know, mercurial you know, Cantona with that. I mean, he really revolutionised what it was to be like a foreign player in, in an English league and, and that kind of what was in the he brought with him. But um, I do think Bobby Charlton represents everything that's great about United and everything that's great about English football. Let's move on to something else there. Yeah, go on. Where do you think United will end up this year? Well, head or heart? <laughs> we know where your heart is going. Uh, where do you think you're going to your head? I, I, I would be ecstatic with third because it is just pure and simple one one place up from last year and I think that shows progression my head says fourth City will win it Thank City you. are just you know that spine Hart, Company Torre, Aguero if and Silver I guess if they're on it in my opinion there, there is absolutely nobody that can come close so but your top four your I top think four. it's I think it's I think the top four City Arsenal United Liverpool We'll end with uh, three questions. Okay? Yeah, go on, go on, go on, go on. Let's see if you know <laughs> your football. I'm oh, sure you God. do, but let's see if you know your football. Yeah. I can give you a Man United one as well. Go on, then. 
Liverpool is the only player yeah. to have won silverware at both Man United and at Liverpool. Only player to win silverware at Manchester United and Liverpool. My immediate response is Paul Ince, but I don't think he won anything in the late 90s. Um, Can I have a clue, Dean, or not? Uh, God, he's, he's, he's a forward, and he scored quite a few goals for one of the teams. And I think it was... Jesus. Michael Owen? Yes. Oh, well done, well word. done, well done, Michael Owen. My word. Uh, two? Yeah, go on. Uh, who is the only player to have scored in the Champions League final, mm-hmm. FA Cup final, mm-hmm. UEFA Cup final, mm-hmm. and League Cup final? Would you say Champions League final? What was the other one? The other one? A- FA Cup final, Cup final, UEFA Cup final, and League Cup final. Did Didier Drogba? No, or he's English. Nelka. He's English. He's English? No, he's not. He's an English player. Oh, Frank. No. <sighs> to be fair, I'll give you another two. He did battle with Frank quite a few times. Oh, Stevie? Yes. Oh, come on. No. As a United fan, I, I want to add <laughs> that I overlook Liverpool players when I think of answers. <laughs> I don't want to think that they've uh, done anything great. Okay, fair play. All right. Okay, okay. Last one. Yeah. Last one. Uh, who is the only player to win back-to-back trebles? Domestic title, domestic cup, and Champions League. Back-to-back trebles. I can, I'll, I'll name you the teams that he won it with. Barcelona and yeah. Inter Milan. Uh, would have been Samuel Eto'o. Well done. Well, In 2009 and 2010. Look how sharp you are. I will give you that one. Well done there. Well done. Bill, actually, yeah, you've saved yourself there. You've hit the woodwork a couple of times, but you, yeah. you slotted the last one. <laughs> Okay, well, it's been great and a pleasure talking yeah, to you. Yeah, real, pleasure. Um, real we pleasure. will. I'll have you on the show again, definitely. Oh, cheers, um, We'll yeah, uh, get it. some other stuff sorted and maybe me and you can interview someone else. Well, that'd be All great. Right? Yeah. So, guys, so, listen yeah. up. We'll have some more stuff coming up and um, we'll speak again soon.